Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Crossfire Faith and Gaming, the podcast. We're doing our Lenten devotional series. My name is the Reverend David Petty, and I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined by my co-host, Russell Dornish. And we've got an exciting uh, program for you today, but I'm going to let Russ intro that for you and uh, our topic and our kind of uh, quote for the day. So today for our our Lent devotion, um, we are going to be looking at a game that came out in 2020, uh, probably one of the best games of the year. It did win the uh, People's Choice Award for Best Game of the Year, Uh, and that game is Ghost of Tsushima. So Ghost of Tsushima, just to give you guys a quick little synopsis and overview of the game, is a game set in feudal Japan, and you play a samurai, Jin Sakai. And he, he is in the midst of a Mongol invasion to his island of Tsushima, which is located in Japan. And as Jin, you have to fight back against the Mongols and take back the island and protect the people of Tsushima. And throughout the mission and throughout the story, there is one simple um, overarching theme, and that is honor. So if anybody knows the history of the samurai and the history of Japan, one thing that it was really, really a big part of the culture and the history was honor. The warriors fought always with honor. That is where some of the different um, cultures and different um, traditions came from. All They all had to do with honor. And so Jin, in the beginning of the story, and, and again, this is not spoilers because it happens literally in the first, that's the very first thing you do in the game. The Mongols invade, and the samurai who are... Um, their job is to protect the island, fight the Mongols. The problem is the samurai fight with honor and the Mongols fight without honor and they could care less. Um, and because of that, you know, it doesn't affect them when they kill somebody dishonor with dishonor. Uh, so the problem is the samurai get completely blown apart and um, demolished because they're trying to fight with honor while the Mongols don't care. And your character is unfortunately defeated in battle by the head of the Mongols and he is barely hanging on to life, and he is rescued by this um, villager uh, woman. And throughout the story, you and her kind of team up to try and fight back against the Mongols. But she tries to teach Jin that uh, everything isn't about honor. Um, you can't fight and defeat the Mongols if all you care about is honor. So one of the big characters, the head of the king, the the emperor, the, the head person of Tsushima is Lord Shimura, which is Jin's uncle. And the first thing that you're tasked with in the story is finding Jin's uncle and saving him from the Mongols. Um, And during this story and during your battle to try and get him back, uh, Jin starts doing some things a little bit more dishonorably. And there is a conversation that, that his uncle and him have about halfway through the game. And Lord Shimura, his uncle, says to him, you have no honor. And Jin's immediate response is, and you are a slave to it. So what we wanted to talk about today is just kind of the view of, and and, and kind of bring it back to Christianity and the fact that during the story and during this game, the samurai are so obsessed and so um, completely engulfed in the idea of honor that they are willing to just die and lose the battle over the fact that they are just going to continue to keep their honor rather than what they're tasked with, which is to protect their lands and to protect their families and all of the people around them. They would rather put honor above that. 
And we as Christians have similar things. We have similar ideas and, and ways that we look at things. Christianity has all of these sets of rules that we must follow when actuality, the true rule, the true thing that we're supposed to follow as Christians is being compassionate to one another, showing God's love, loving God, loving others. Um, so David, I'm going to throw this back to you. Let's talk about the verse that we've kind of discussed that kind of goes hand in hand with the idea of you have no honor, but you are a slave to it. Um, and I believe it's Matthew 9, 13. So why don't you go ahead and give that to us, Dave, and let us know kind of why you brought that verse up when we were talking about this subject. Yeah. So when I think about, um, about religion and religiousness, you know, before even getting to the scripture, I think about the story of the, the rich young lawyer who came to Jesus and said, you know, what is the most important of all the commandments? You know, of course he was talking about the 10 commandments, uh, you know, and, and here, you know, it's kind of a trick question, but he's asking Jesus, like, is it more important that we don't have idols? Is it more important that I honor my mother and father? Is it, is it more important that I keep the Sabbath? Uh, of course, Jesus himself was known for breaking the Sabbath if it was for the right reasons. Um, but there's this place here where, um, you know, so Jesus responds to that and says, you know, the, the first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And the second is like it to love your neighbor as yourself. Right. So these are the most important commandments of Jesus, not you know, to follow Leviticus number, whatever, not even the 10 commandments, but the two commandments that Jesus gives to love God and love your neighbor. So in Matthew, we have this place where Jesus goes and he sits and he calls Matthew uh, at the tax collector's booth. He tells him to come up and follow him. Uh, and then the Pharisees seeing this say, I don't understand. Why does your teacher sit down and eat with tax collectors and with sinners? Right. And on hearing this, Jesus says, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick, but go and learn what this means. And he quotes scripture here saying, I desire mercy, not sacrifice for I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. I mean, I remember as a, as a young man talking to a friend of mine about, you know, whether uh, another friend of mine would be welcome in their church. And this friend of mine said, well, no, I wouldn't welcome that person in my church because they're a sinner. And I had to laugh at that because like, number one, who's not a sinner, right? I'm, I sin all the time. Um, you know, the, the, goal of Christianity is not to make us not into sinners. It's to probably make us sin less and also then to make us recognize that we are sinners and to repent for those sins and the places that we've caused harm. Um, but Jesus ate with the sinners, right? You welcome them into your midst. You say, Hey, you know, we're all welcome here. Uh, it's kind of like I was speaking to somebody in our community about uh, recovery services for those who struggle with addiction, right? You don't offer recovery services to somebody who's already recovered. You offer recovery services to somebody who's still in need of help. Um, but the first and foremost thing is not the legalism, but the first and foremost thing is the compassion to say you are welcome here, right? It's not you are welcome here, assuming you meet a strict set of rules, uh, and that's so I think that was where I looked at comparing scripture to this quote from Ghost of Tsushima and how, you know, if we get stuck in this certain kind of codified legalistic sense of Christianity or, you know, like the samurai getting stuck in their legalistic sense of honor, um, if we become a slave to those legalistic senses or the the rules and the regulations and lose the the whole purpose of why we even have those rules and regulations, 
then there's no point. Right. And I do know many Christians who get so caught up in asking themselves, am I following the right rules? Am I doing the right things? Am I, you know, you can't even, you can't even try to follow all of the rules in the old Testament. It's nearly impossible. Um, but I think if you get hung up on that and you forget about loving God and loving your neighbor, then you've missed the point. Um, and so I think that's where, you know, Russ, correct me if I'm wrong and maybe you can fill in with some of your own thoughts. Uh, I think, you know, even to, to think about Lent, right? In Lent, people might give something up because that's what their religion says to do during Lent. But if giving that thing up doesn't make you closer to God, then you've missed the whole point of giving up the thing. Um, so, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Russ, here, but I think part of where Ghost of Tsushima is, is going is to say um, it's not black and white, right? It's not rules or breaking the rules. It's not honor or no honor. It's a both and, and it's a gray and it's messy, right? Yeah. It's, it's really, it's a middle point. You know, you want to find that sweet spot right in the middle. You know, you've got the far, far this side, the far, far other side. You've got the, I am completely consumed by honor and I have absolutely no honor in the Mongols. And what Jin finds out in the story is it's a good to have, it's good to have a blend of both and meet in the middle. You can't defeat somebody who is all or no honor whatsoever. And if you're all on the honor side, you know, things are pretty fairly even, but it's like, we, we want to be right in the middle. We want to find a good middle point, And that's, that's what your character is trying to find in the story. Um, and the same thing goes for us as Christians. You know, obviously we want to try really hard not to sin. That'll never happen. We will never become perfect people who will never sin. But you also can't live your life with the idea that I am never going to be perfect. So I'm not a Christian because I see a lot of people do that. I see a lot of people who um, have shame and have, you know, anxiety about the fact that they're sinning and, you know, to them, it's like, I can't sin, period. Otherwise, I am not good with God. I do not have a relationship with God. I have separated myself from God. Oh, no, I, you know, just to think about it, I, I use the Lord's name in vain by accident. Oh, no, I'm going to hell now. That's happening. You know, I've seen a lot of people that have that issue, especially people who have mental illnesses and things like that that I've talked to, that that gets so ingrained in their head. And that is a terrible thing for us to do as Christians is to get it in people's heads that, Christianity is all about rules. No, Christianity is about compassion. Christianity is about love. Christianity is about caring for one another. That is the Christianity that I follow. And I hear so many people that are like, I hate Christians. I hate Christianity because of what it means. And all I hear is constant messages about how Christians hate this person. Christians hate this thing. Christians hate all of this stuff. And the, the thing is, that is not what this actually is. It is about compassion and caring for one another. And honestly, that is why we have Crossfire is we want to show compassion and caring to each other in the gaming community, because I feel like, and I've been a part of a lot of gaming communities, um, Christian gaming communities, that it's like, I can't do this. I can't do that. You're not allowed in this group because of what you believe or what you do or who you are. That is not us. And that was the whole reason that Crossfire came to be was, Everyone is invited to be a part of this group, no matter what your beliefs are even. You know, we want to just create a fun, caring, loving, compassionate community of gamers that get to do things together and have relationships with one another. 
that is the whole idea of Crossfire. And we have completely created this to bypass that idea that there are rules that you need to follow to a T in order to be a part of that community. David, would you say you, you know, you agree with that and, and, and what we're trying to do here at Crossfire? Yeah. I mean, I think that, that like we were talking about, you know, first and foremost, rules are, are helpful sometimes. Um, but if they're no longer helpful for achieving the means that that was the reason the rule exists, then, you know, get rid of the rule. Uh, case in point, you know, I was looking when I first became a pastor at the, you know, the requirements for pastoral housing. And I noticed that in those requirements, there is a rule that the pastor is allocated a typewriter. Okay. Now I have to tell you, according to the rules, when I moved in, I didn't get a typewriter. So the question is, are we adhering to the rules because they are the rules or are we adhering to the spirit of the rules because the spirit is what we're after right now? I have a computer and that, that perfectly does the, you know, does the same thing that a typewriter would have done perhaps whenever those rules were written. Um, but I, you know, I just had to laugh at that. And so I, I think, yes, the goal that we had in mind when we created Crossfire um, was to create a loving community where everybody's welcome, right? Where nobody's going to be judged for who they are or what they believe. And as long as your beliefs do not negate the existence of others, right? If you believe that left-handed people are sinners, then I'm going to have to tell you your beliefs are not welcome here because your beliefs are saying left-handed people are not welcome here. Um, Which, you know, funny enough, I I just saw somebody post uh, the other day a book from the 1930s that was like how to cure the sin of left-handedness kid you not there were people that thought that left-handedness one of the beautiful diversities of our created existence was a sin uh, and I think similarly people look at, at people who play games and sometimes say you know playing games is a sin playing violent games is a sin uh, and again this is where I go back my interpretation go to the spirit not to the letter of the law desire compassion, not religious, uh, rigidness, right? I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Uh, you know, where Jesus says, you know, look, we were hungry. And so we picked some grain on the side of the field and you got mad at me because I was working on the Sabbath, the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's all I've got to say on that. And I just hope that during this Lenten journey, uh, as you've been journeying with us, or perhaps in your own religious space, uh, that you are not so hung up on religious legalism that it's gotten in the way of you connecting with your creator and your creation, uh, you know, the creation around you being your neighbors, um, that religious legalism never gets in the way of you knowing that you are a beloved creation of God. So I think that's all we've got for this week. Uh, We're excited to bring you more Lenten devotionals as we get closer to Easter here. We're excited to continue back after Easter with our regular news and podcasts. And uh, we've also got some other fun side projects in the works uh, that I'm working on with a couple of friends of mine. And uh, I'm excited to share those with you guys as well. So Russ, any last comments before we close our podcast for today? No, that's it for me. Uh, just make sure that everybody, you know, so that you know when those new projects go up, when you know when our devotions go up, that you uh, follow the podcast either on your favorite podcast service or you subscribe to us on YouTube. We just hit 75 subscribers, so we are on our way there. Or make sure you head to our website, crossfirepodcast.com, and you can check out everywhere else you can find us, our community on Facebook, our Discord, all the wonderful things 
So we do appreciate you listening to this or watching this devotion on your own time. Uh, that's all for me. Yeah. And I, I would just say the last thing is, uh, you know, we also appreciate your, uh, your prayers for our ministry here. And we appreciate uh, any other support that you can throw our way. We're looking at potential ways that you can support Crossfire financially in the future. Um, but I'm not going to make an altar call for that right now. So I uh, just thank <laughs> you for your prayers and your continued emotional support for us as we do this ministry that I think is needed and vital. And thank you for being a part of making this possible. So with that, we're going to close out our podcast with our fun theme song as always. Have a great week. Uh, God bless everybody.